Let's do this thing. LIW American Horror Story Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to that show I just said. This is episode 53 for 110 of American Horror Story Smoldering Children. I'm doing my announcer voice. Anyway, welcome to the show. I haven't done an episode since uh, April 23rd of last year, 2020. And I only did four last year. I just got too busy with too much other shit. A lot of changes in my life. I used to be a young man. Now I'm not. Anyway, uh, this is one of my favorite episodes of the entire season. And therefore the entire series. Because season one is my favorite. So, I don't know why it's taking me so long to get through it. But, I, I... I have so many shows in the back burner. It's this one. It's LAW The Walking Dead review, and I have LAW uh, Westworld review. And I kind of put them all on a bingo hopper board thing, and now I'm going to choose between those because why the fuck not? I need to get through them, and I, I needed a fun way to do it, and this is a good way. I like variety. I like randomness. So this seems like the the perfect mix of that is to just choose randomly from those from the shows. So that's what I'm doing now. Anyway, I picked this today, and I couldn't be more excited because I love this episode. Don't know why I took so long off. Just got busy. Fuck you. Anyway, uh, this one starts off in 1994. We see a nice little family dinner, and it is so uncomfortable because it's, you know, it's Larry, Constance, Tate, and Addie, and Tate is just a fucking asshole to Larry the entire time. He's just like, oh, he's mad at Larry because Larry killed Bo, and he keeps telling uh, Addie, like, don't agree with him. He, you know he killed Bo? And Constance is like, you know, Bo died of natural causes. And like, no, we saw him snuff him out in the, in the previous episode, I believe. I haven't watched the previous episode since I, re, you know, reviewed it last year. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, Tate gets mad and he, he storms off and he goes upstairs and he's like loading shotguns and getting all these guns ready. I'm like, why does this teenager have so many fucking guns? It's crazy. And then he like snorts some meth or something. And then uh, he gets he gets his all his gear ready together and then he heads out. And then we see Larry at work is on the phone. He's at his office and he's he's typing into the calculator thing. And he's like, "Oh, Tate, what are you doing here? How's it going, buddy?" And he's like trying to play it off like he's still family member. And I love it in that dinner scene because Tate's like, "You know she doesn't love you. She she's just using you for money. Like that's that's all all you're here for." And he's like, he he's like uh he it's amazing how much Larry can ignore because he knows it's true. He knows it's true. He knows his family's gone because of this bullshit, but he's still just like, oh, I don't know what you mean, champ. Like, he's just completely ignoring all the facts around him. He's just, it's just an onslaught of facts for Larry, and he just he ducks and dodges all of them. But he shows up at his work, Tate does, and then he's we see that he's carrying a uh, gasoline can, and he, he's just like, oh, and, and Larry kind of ignores him and goes back to the calculator, so he takes advantage of that by pouring gasoline all over him and holds a match, and Larry's just like, uh, no, right? You're not going to do... Uh, and then he throws it on him, sets him ablaze. Uh, Tate just walks the fuck out of there because who's going to stop that guy? And then he oh, he goes, shouldn't you be at school? He goes, I'm going there next. And we know what happens there because we watched the Halloween episodes where he shoots up the school. So he goes right from burning Larry to, to school to, and shoots up the school. That's a, that's a busy day on anyone's agenda. Anyway, he's burned. We now, we now know why Larry is so fucking burned and, and his arms all weird because it just burned away all the tendons i guess and then we see uh ben he goes in and uh to the to the health clinic or mental facility wherever the fuck he locked his wife away at 
And he tells Viv about how they got the results of the babies, the twins, and they're from different fathers, some sort of weird genetic abnormality. And he says, I know you were raped, you were right. And she's like, wonder where you got that from. It certainly wasn't for me. And she's kind of a snarky bitch, but also he put her in it like an insane asylum, essentially. So I kind of get where she's coming from here. Um, he says, you know, there's some legal shit you got to go through because you, you, you shot a human being. So it's going to be a day or two uh, before you can go home. And she says, I'll go with you, but I'm not going to the house. I'm not going in that motherfucker. And Ben's like, I, I don't know why they're talking like that, but they did. Uh, and then we see detectives. They're talking to Constance about Travis. I miss, I didn't talk about the scene where Travis was pissed off that she smoked his last cigarette. That might have been the previous episode. I did start watching the wrong episode. I will admit that. My filing over here was messed up between those two episodes. So I switched over to Netflix and make sure I watched the right one. So I don't remember if that was last week or this week. I'm guessing it was the, the, the previous episode because that's when he fucks uh, Hayden and then she kills him. Or they kill her. Someone killed him. I don't remember who killed Travis. It's kind of what this episode's about, though, is the Travis debacle. But anyway, uh, the detectives talk to her about it and how they think, you know, what are the odds? Your, your wife, or sorry, your husband and the maid just vanished one day. And she's like, yeah, I don't know. And then we see, like, the flashbacks of um, him shooting. This is not until later, but it doesn't matter. It's the same fucking people. We see the flashbacks of what really happened, so I guess we'll talk to that later. Um, basically, they're saying they're suspicious of her. They're talking to her at her house at this point. And then we see uh, back at the main house, uh, at murder house, a uh, truant officer shows up and talks to Ben and says she's been missing for 16 days. And he's like, 16? What the fuck? The, the, the cop notices that the fruit on the table has a bunch of blowflies on it. And Ben, the whole time Ben's swatting away from his face while he's like, she's been gone that long? I'll talk to her. And he's like, if not, we're going to have to see you in court. He's like, all right, I'll call an exterminator. So he calls that. Um, Ben goes upstairs to talk to Violet through the door about going back to school. And he eventually gets in there. But she says she can't go. And then he's like, meet me halfway, bitch. And she's like, all right, I'll go. Fine. I guess I'll do this thing. I guess I'll exist in the world. I don't know how you don't notice your kid doesn't go into school in, in a few weeks. That's that's over. That's almost a month at this point, as far as school days. He she missed sixteen school days, so that's five days a week. That's that's three weeks in one day. So I, I don't know how the fuck you don't notice that, but I guess he's a little busy with his crazy wife, you know, quote unquote crazy wife, and uh, you know the murder he just committed with a shovel for Hayden. Um, let's see. Constance visits Larry, and then he tells her that Travis died in the house, and she tells. She tells him that she never loved him. That, that's it. I don't know why I even bother writing that down. This whole thing about like Larry trying to cover up the Travis death. Uh, but then Violet starts to go to school. Uh, she starts to leave. And then Tate grabs her and asks to spend the day with her. And he's like, uh, nobody's going to. This was one more day. Come on, let's spend the day together. He's trying to get her not to leave the house. We find out later. Uh, the This is when the detectives... Uh, have Constance to the, at the precinct, and they talk about Travis's death. And this is when they're saying, like, your ex-husband just went vanished, and so did your maid. Kind of weird. And Beauregard, he he died mysteriously, and all this. And they're starting like everyone around you dies. That's kind of weird, right? And then we see the flashbacks when she's like, "Well, he had a wandering dick." And what can you say? I don't know what happened to him. And it's just her shooting them both in the face, or uh, well, Mora in the face, and then. Her husband in the chest a bunch of times. And then she feeds him to the fucking dogs. <laughs> I was like, damn, girl. You don't fuck around. Do not do not cheat on Constance. She does not like that. She doesn't like it one bit. Um, let's see. Yeah, the exterminator shows up. 
I love the stuff with the exterminator. Uh, he's like looking in this tiny little crawl space and he eventually gets in there and he's kind of singing to himself and doing little, here I come, here I come, termites or blowflies. Ah, watch out, pray to your tiny insect gods before I kill you. Uh, I'm going to wipe out your whole family. It's basically genocide what I'm doing. But he doesn't like this weird sing-songy voice. He gets in there. Um, he's tracking the bugs. He freaks the fuck out because he sees something. We don't see what it is yet. And then Tate kills him. And then um, I don't think we see the exterminator again, do we? He, even though he died in the house. He just he just uh, isn't there anymore. Uh, his, his ghost apparently moved on. But uh, Tate, after he kills him, he goes up and he hears Ben talking to some Chinese school, Chinese boarding school, about uh, basically getting, you know, uh, financial aid to, to move Violet over there. He says she's a genius and has like a 277 IQ, whatever the fuck he says, some ridiculous number. And then she's a smart girl. You need to, what can I do to get her in there? He goes upstairs, Tate does, and tells Violet about the school. And she's kind of like, well, it, it makes sense. Like, and she's playing ch- checkers or chess without him. She's like, I guess that makes sense. He sent my mom away. Now he's going to you know, send me away. I don't know why I thought it was safe. And then she's freaking the fuck out. And then Tate is just like, oh, you love me. It's fine. It's fine. At one point, I don't know if it's here or not, but I'm, I'll bring it up now. He tries to get them. He tries to get Violet to kill herself so they can be together. They're both going to kill themselves. That's his plan. So we can be together. This is going to be just us against the world. And then she's like, no, what? I'm not doing that. Or, okay, yeah, I'll do that. And then she goes down and starts to scream <laughs> and get her dad. But anyway, that's later. But um, Tate puts on the rubber man outfit. That's where we see that. And then we see Larry digging in the walls in the, of the house in the basement. He grabs all of Travis's stuff. Uh, he talks to Travis a little bit. And then uh, Travis is like, yeah, those little girls over there. And then he, they're, they're eating, you know, drinking tea together, having a little tea, tea play date. He's like, yeah, they're, they're fun, but they're needy. And we realize that it's his kids because they're all burnt to shit. And then Travis goes in over there in the other room with them. And then uh, Larry's wife shows up. And it, they have a cool effect where it's like this like fire smoldering underneath the skin. It's really cool looking. I don't know how they did that. I'm assuming it's just CG, but pretty cool looking. It, you, you could get the, away with that with a practical effect, but you'd have to shine a light over it. I don't know. I really don't know how they did it other than CG, but... Anyway, um, he's like, what, why am I just now seeing you? And she's like, it's because you're near. You're, 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 you're ready. And he's like, I'm gonna, I will make sure Constance pays for ruining our family and destroying everything. And she, the wife's like, dude, she didn't break our vows. You did. This is your fault. And he's like, oh, yeah, shit. I guess I did do that. All right, fine. And then we, we leave that there. Um, the lawyer tells Constance she might be charged for the murder. Um, she starts to argue with the cops and is like, you have zero evidence on me right now. What are you going to do? And then um, what happens is they go, we we have someone here that, that is going to admit to the murder and says he did it alone and blah, blah, blah. She goes in the other room. It's Larry. He brought in all the evidence. He brought in the murder weapon. He brought in uh, Travis's clothes and stuff. And he says, they say he, he knew stuff we didn't release to the public. Clearly, Larry's taking the fall here. He asks to speak to Constance, and then he does, and he's like, all I need you to say is I love you, and I can, I can face this w- w- bravely. W- I, can, I can do this standing on my head. I don't even care. All I, all I need in the world, all you have to say is I love you. And she's like, and hangs up the phone. And Larry's like, oh, you bitch. I thought she was going to give him prison mirror love and just flash her titties on the, on the slap him against the glass and 
I haven't been in here this long, but okay, well, I'm, I'll save this memory for later. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, but then uh, Rubber Man uh, attacks Ben after he gets out of the shower, and then they fight, and then Ben's trying to grab the mask. He finally takes it off, sees that it's Tate, and then uh, Tate tells... Uh, he knocks him out. Tate knocks Ben out. Uh, and then Tate goes upstairs and tells uh, Violet what he did, and she freaks the fuck out. This is when he starts talking about the suicide thing, and she's like, yeah, great, and then she runs around. She's trying to leave the house, and every time she runs outside, she ends up back inside like fucking Mario, and she says, boop, boop, over to the other side of the screen, and she's just back where she was. She can never leave this fucking place, and she's like, what is going on? I'm running around like a madman, and then Tate's like, I want to show you something. I want to zip. No, sorry. Uh, instead, he takes her into the crawl space. And it's the coolest shot in the entire uh, series, as far as I'm concerned. Because what she, what he reveals to her is that Violet looks down and sees a body. And, and she realizes it's her own dead body. And it's like mangled, like like hunched over and like all the arms are pulled in and, and creepy looking. And she has like, this is where the bloat flies are coming from. They're, they're all in her mouth and, and her eyes and stuff. And then uh, she's like, oh, the, the pills. And then we see a little flashback there when she took the pills and Tate's trying to save her. And he's like, you threw up some of them, but not enough. And you can tell Tate does. Because at this point, the theory is uh, that he already banged out the devil from him into, into Viv. So he's back to regular Tate now. So that's why he raped Viv. But, and that's why he didn't kill Ben. He's like, I'm not killing you because of her. Like, because she would hate that. She would hate me if I did that. So... Yeah, so Violet's been dead this for a couple weeks now. At least 16 days, 16 school days. But that's why she hasn't gone to school and she can't. I love that. I, I really love that shot. I love that reveal. I love this storyline. Uh, it's starting to pick up there. Uh, it's starting to escalate as far as every all the family members are kind of aware now. Um, especially because Ben had that thing where he, you know, he saw Hayden show up. Uh, unannounced, and she's like, "Hey, I'm here. I'm alive. Don't don't arrest this guy." So he he knows what's going on. Now Violet knows what's going on. Everyone's kind of finding the truth right now, and that's why I say it's escalating. Like they're starting to really realize what's going on here in this house. Viv's been aware for a while. Um, but yeah, I, I do love this episode. I gave it a nine. It is one of my favorite episodes of the entire show. Maybe I'll give it a ten. I don't know. I'm, I, maybe if I'm feeling generous, I'll throw in an extra star. But yes, guys, uh, I am not going to be doing this show consistently, but I do want to finish off season one. And then I got two, three, four, and five. No, two, three, and four, and then season nine I have yet to touch. But I think I'll skip season two to go to season nine because I have yet to see any of it. And it'd be, I'd be curious because it's been a while since I watched any new American Horror Story. So once I'm done with season one, I'll probably go to nine. And then I'll bounce down to season two if, if season ten is not out yet. But yeah. That's the plan, but it is going to be random because I am choosing from a bingo board between three to four other shows, because they also have Tales from the Crypt on there. Um, I didn't mention that earlier, because I no longer do LIW Tales from the Crypt review. It changed to LIW Anthology Series review, so there's my plug for that show. Every Wednesday we do, oh, let me say, every Tuesday we do two, two to three live shows of Twilight Zone episodes for LIW Twilight Zone review, so if you want to watch those, go to LIW, sorry, Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube, uh, every Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern, we, we do two to three, depends on the links of the episodes themselves, we do that Tuesdays, Wednesdays, we do LAW Anthology Series Review, we do a random episode of an anthology series, and then we do 
either a John Carpenter movie, a John Frankenheimer movie, or a Nick Cage movie. And then we kind of alternate. We're starting that this week, this upcoming week here. We're kind of revol- a revolving door of those three shows. They're, gonna, they're just going to, every week is going to be, you know, the next one. So this upcoming one is a John Frankenheimer movie. We've done a lot of John Carpenter movies. I don't want to run out. But yeah, that's the plan. That's Wednesdays at 10 p.m. on the same YouTube page. Uh, they're also all available on LIWstudios.com or your podcast feeds. Um, check those out. There's a lot of good stuff there. Check out our friends over at, let's see, this show doesn't isn't hosted there. But let's just say Red Dragons Radio and also RaidersoftheLustFlicks.com. Check those guys out. Uh, us, LIW Anthology Pod on Twitter, LIW Studios on Twitter, Phoenix West on Twitter. LIW, the TZ Review on Twitter, and then one more, B-Movie Battle on Twitter. There's a lot of shit going on. This is why I say I just lose track of these shows, because they're my least important shows. And that's why you take a year off. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. So I'll be back for 111, which is, I believe, Birth? Is that what it's called? Is that what the episode's called? I think it just said Birth and Afterbirth left, right? Yeah, Birth and Afterbirth. That's it. That's all I have. Anyway, until next time, and in the meantime, I am Phoenix West. So long, Citizen. So long, Tate, Violet, Viv, Ben, Hayden, Travis, Addy, Larry. Who else we got? Morris Chestnut, whatever your character's name is. The weird detective guys. Rubberman. Anyway, bye.